the JJC Podcast Experience. Bringing you the content, the stories, and the insights. We aspire to empower the voice of the unheard. Hey guys, and welcome to What the Society, where we question society and its rules. My name is Sachaba, for those of you who are listening for the first time. And today, today guys, today, I am joined by two extremely special people. Guys, today I'm joined by Jessica, who's literally wisdom in human form, and Patuakang, who is inspiration in human form. Guys, welcome to What the Society! I wish I had, you know, that, that clapping sound, you know? We don't have that, you don't have that clapping sound. So, guys, how are you guys doing? Welcome, welcome to my show. I'm good, I'm so excited to be here today. Come on, yes, come we're on. good. Yes, Thank you for having way. us. You guys are going to listen. These two are like full of oh, like wisdom and facts, guys. And so... We'll try. That note, right? So, I'm, all of us are 17. I'm 17. And I think I've learned a lot in my 17 years of life. But there's still so much that I feel like I need to learn. Like, I know a lot, but there's still so much that I know that I want to learn, right? And I think that's the same for you guys. However... Mm-hmm. We just want to give you guys some of the lessons that we've learned, you know, in our 17 years of life. Um, and yeah, let's, let's get into it. So first, like, I want to speak about the power of being inquisitive. And what I mean by that is sure. that, um, just always questioning, just always questioning what, what you hear, just always questioning what you've learned. Um, I'll make an example with myself. Like I do, I do history. Um, and one thing I find myself doing a lot is I always find myself like questioning like who wrote the textbook and what their motives were. And I know that always when we get told, I always like take what we learn with a pinch of salt. So that's just an example of my being inquisitive helping me. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense. Do you guys have any um, examples? Of- yeah, I totally get you. And I think this being inquisitive thing I think it's one of my favorite things about our generation that we like don't just take anything at face value we really have like developed a culture of questioning everything and I think that's like so important but do you think that that's a life lesson or do you just think it's being nosy because you know people look at it two ways like you're nosy or (laughs) doing too much type of a thing do you get what I'm saying Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's being nosy. I just think, you know, mm. as a society and as, you know, children of this new generation, we want to know, we want to educate ourselves on what's happening around us. Yeah. And I think that schools don't really teach us. We don't really know what's really happening. And so we find ourselves questioning if it's true or not and what we learn in school. And so that's why we then go into educating ourselves and researching more about what's made us curious, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. think you said and something. I totally agree with you. Oh yeah, you can go. Um yeah, I feel like I agree with you, Panini like we have so much access to so much information and we live in an age where like fake news and fake stuff is like mm. quite a big deal. And so we're always trying to like get to the truth and like the reality mm. of situations and issues. And because we have access to all this kind of information, 
we want to know more. And so I guess that just triggers the questioning and inquisitive nature we have. Mm. And like you guys touched on school, like the whole, the whole school situation where we need to like question like what we learn in school. I think that brings me into the next lesson I've learned and that's self-education. And what I mean by that is that we need to educate ourselves. And I always say, even if that's going on like Wikipedia or going onto Google and finding out more about what you want to learn about, I think it's so important because school doesn't teach us anything. What do you guys have to say? Yes, and I think we also need to take responsibility. You know, yes, we do go to school. Yes, we get an education. But there's more to the education that we get within school. So we need to you know, explore more. And I think we, for the fact that right now we are able to do this podcast, we have the resources to explore out of our comfort zones. And I think that's another thing that we always blame it on the school, but no, if you are able, if you have the littlest things, you should be able to explore them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I totally um, agree with you. Like, school is very, like, limited. You have a limited number of subjects. And, I mean, you do get schools where you have access to more sorts of things. But I think, yeah, it is so important to, like, educate yourself on something you want to know about and also to help yourself learn more about yourself. Mm. And the more you, like, research into things, you discover more about yourself as well. So I think that is also really important. Mm. And I think what's also important about self-education is, I don't know, we live in a time where everyone has an opinion and it's so easy to adopt anyone's opinion, especially you see everyone's opinions on Instagram, Twitter, and it's so easy to fall into that whole group mentality. But I guess if you're educating yourself, then, you know, you you have an opinion, but it's based on, like, facts. I don't know if that makes sense. Based on facts or not, hearsay, what you think people mean by that yeah but what have you what have you what lessons have you guys like if you... in terms what what lessons have you guys learned in terms of school other than self-education because i think that's interesting a lot of people who listen are in school so what have you guys learned and it can be anything like social and be about friends or work anything like that what have you guys learned in terms of that um oh, i okay. think for me <laughs> sorry um I don't know. I think for me, I think I'll go with the social. Yeah. It's really important, like, who you surround yourself with. Because I'm sure you've heard that saying, like, show me your friends and I'll tell oh, you sure. who you are. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, yeah, it's really important to surround yourself with people who are not like minded people, but also people who will challenge you and not just yes men. I think it's yes. really like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. mob mentality to surround people, to surround yourself with yes men. I think it's important to surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you and motivate you to be a better version of yourself. People who will tell you like the hard truth and not just people who, you know, oh, we just have a good time, jokes, laughs. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, like surround yourself with um, people you want to be like and people who will inspire you and encourage you. For me, I think um, what I've learned in high school is that be honest with yourself and others Mm -hmm. around you. Mm. As Jessica was saying, you need to surround yourself with good people, people that um, encourage you, people that challenge you, people who are sort of, you know, on the same wavelength as you. But 
if you weren't honest with yourself from the get-go, then you're going to end up falling into friendships that you don't really want to be in. And you're just going to end up going where the wind blows if you're not honest with yourself from the get-go. And I think with also being honest with yourself, also be honest with your friends from the get-go, you know, set those expectations, set those goals together that you guys can reach together because once you guys have set goals in the friendship that then allows you to be it holds you all accountable you know and i think with accountability you hold yourself accountable and you also hold others accountable but i think what's most important is holding yourself accountable because nobody can be as honest as as honest with you as yourself as yourself yeah 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 i think what i've also learned is that um, you need to be able to allow people to grow and change positively and negatively. I think the negative side of that is that obviously they'll learn their lesson if they've changed negatively and that's for them to learn. Um, but also the positive side about that I think is that if you weren't necessarily friends with somebody in grade 8 because they offended you in grade 8, this is, this is just an example, right? And now that you're in like grade 10 or 11 and they've changed, I think it's okay to like be friends with them. And I know that sounds like, I don't know, not babyish or it sounds, it sounds like something that's obvious, right? But I think a lot of people hold on to things from their past, especially in high school. And high school is full of students who don't know each other. Not all of them don't know each other, but a lot of them don't know. No, sorry, sorry. I mean, they don't know themselves. Sorry, sorry. A lot of, a lot of high school students <laughs> and they're forever changing. So I think you need to be able to give the people around you space to change and like forgive most definitely and with that i think we need to allow full room for change yeah not in just other people but in ourselves because you can't hate the grade eight you because then you're not leaving room for space you're not leaving space for the grade 11 you you know so just allowing and allocating that space and leaving it open for the future you and the future friendships because in high school you know yes some friendships might last but you never know and that's why you need to leave space for the friends you're going to encounter in varsity and college and throughout life yeah um yeah i totally agree with you i think I mean, we know high school and this whole teenager adolescent experience is really like known for it's being a season of change. Like you're growing, everything's changing. And I think with this whole allowing things to change, we need to realize that change is the only constant, whether that's in our adolescent Mm. lives or as we grow Mm. up, like change Mm. is the only constant. And yeah, it's sometimes scary to think about whether it's good change or bad change. I think we should just get used to it and try to, I guess, go with the motion sometimes yeah. and allow, make room for it. I think, wow, that's mm. like how you said change is like constant. That's so true because, funny enough, one of the lessons I was thinking about that I've learned in life is also that life will never be the same. So if your high school experience mm. was horrible, those four years were the worst time of your life. Life doesn't stay the same. You won't have a horrible life until you're in your 40s. Life changes. Sometimes you'll go through Most definitely. a period of time where life is just horrible. You hate life. And then the next thing you know... And I think that's... Yeah? And I think that's what high school students... um What we struggle to understand is that... Yeah. You are never going to be stagnant. 
you know, right now you're going through this phase, but there's different phases in life and you can never be in one phase all your life unless yeah. you yeah. actively say and actively believe that you're going to be stuck in that phase. And yes, you will be stuck in that phase because it's, it's a mental, a physical, a spiritual journey. Like high school is, is, is a journey. <laughs> it is definitely. Yeah. And like with this change thing and like this whole high school experience thing, I think um, we also need to realize that high school is not like the be all and end all of our lives. I mean, yeah. it plays it plays a huge role in our lives and it, the friendships that we make and experience that we have really plays a huge role in shaping us. But I don't think it's like the be all and end all of everything. Like there's so much more that we still have to experience and have to mm. go through. And also with, when it comes to like marks, like we sometimes tend to like define ourselves by what our, our marks are or what we achieve. And we just need to realize that like, that's not, that's not who you are. Your high school experience is not you. Basically. Yeah. Most definitely. And I think another thing is that we don't realize that, you know, mark, like, you know, marks are very important, but marks mm. really don't define you because when applying for varsity or just anywhere in life, you cannot just be that clever, smart person that knows your textbook front to back, back to front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. about that. It's about personality. It's about, you know, um, what's that word? Grit. Mm. And I think like we've also established that, like the our the educational system is so flawed at this point. So now if you want to base your self-esteem or your identity based on a flawed system, that's only going to end badly. And I know it's easier said than done because, you know, pressure from parents to get good marks or, you know, there are different pressures that, that a student faces. But I, I do think that it's important to, like you said again, um, our marks are not who we are. But, yeah, any life lessons and I mean, you've learned? Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, like, yeah, you're just talking about how, like, the educational system is so flawed. And I think that links to um, kind of like the change thing and everything. Because, I mean, everything in our world and our society has developed so far. And we've come, I guess, so far as a society with, like, technology and innovation and all these sorts of mm. new developments. I mean, here we are on a Zoom call, you know. Yeah. And school's one of those things that still still the same, like the way your parents talk about school, you can almost relate to their experience like now. And that's crazy. And also, so I think back to like self-education and change, like that's so important to use um, this time to educate yourself. And if the system's not going to change, at least try to change yourself. Yeah. Mm. You know what I want to know? I want to know what you guys have learned. Like personally, what have you guys learned in life? Like give us some, Give us some life advice here, because I know you guys have been through stuff. I'm sure everyone's been through stuff, but I'm sure you guys. I personally don't think like I've well, I've most definitely learned um, many things, you know, throughout my 17 years of life. But I don't think mm -hmm. it's, you know, like very drastic like life experience type of a thing. But one thing I've learned um, recently this year is, you know self-love and I think in high school lots of people struggle with accepting themselves mm -hmm. and their self-love and we all claim to love ourselves but yeah. the question is do we really 
Mm. I mean, we hear we hear people say, "Oh my goodness, I look so ugly," but then a few hours later, once they've done their makeup, they post on their statuses, "Oh my goodness, you know, I'm looking so beautiful." And so I think that um, I've learned that self love is an umbrella, and mm-hmm. self love um, has a lot of factors to it. It's not just a physical thing, but it's also like a mental thing. You like self-love comes with self-discipline and when i say that i mean you have to love yourself enough to know that i'm not going to go to this place because i know i don't feel comfortable there and i think friends usually persuade us and friends lead us into the wrong direction and that's when we realize oh my goodness i don't love myself the way i should because um there's no self-discipline why am i going there when i know that I'm not comfortable there. So that, self-discipline, self-acceptance, there's so many self things to self-love. I think that's like, wow. Self-love comes with self-discipline. I think that's, wow. You see, guys. True. No. Yeah. Self-love comes with self-discipline. And I think it's so easy to like post about self-love, you know, I love myself, feeling myself, you, know, you know, this generation, but, you must understand that it comes yeah. with discipline. There's a discipline that comes with that. That's so mm. interesting. Mm. Guys, you see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. Like, it's definitely more than just, like, face masks and bath bombs, with which we get from, like, Instagram the whole time. Like, that's self-love. But it's so much yeah. more than that. And what you're saying is just hashtag that means. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is just fact. You guys, um, yeah? Yeah, so for me, I think um, what I've really learned about um, is the idea of creating space. So I remember at the end of, I think it was like last year, like Miss Universe or Zivinim Dunzi, like, yo, it was it. We're talking about taking up space and everything, especially like in the black community, like taking up space was the talk of the town and still is. But like after a while of getting like almost bombarded with that idea I was like okay but what about like the other side of it which is creating space and mm-hmm. I think it's so important mm-hmm. that while we're so busy taking up space we don't forget to um create space and so like for for me I guess and how would we like, create space yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like if you're maybe like a more spiritual person, I think an important space to create is that space and that time to God or connection to the source, however you choose to see it. And then I also think it's important to create space for others. But no, for yourself, for yourself. And I think that links to your self-love means creating space for your humanity, I guess. Mm. And that's like understanding that you make mistakes sometimes, that you're not going to be perfect and that self-love is a journey and it's more than just face masks and bath bombs and it's really practicing self-care and self-acceptance and self-discipline, like all those things you're saying and creating space for that and self-awareness, all the lovely self-words. And then also Mm. I think it's really important to create space for others and their humanity and their sometimes how they make mistakes and make errors. Like the trouble you're saying, like you can't still be mad at that person for what they did in grade seven. Yeah. So like making space for other people and, and being a space where people can be comfortable 
and just accept themselves as well. So, yeah. you know, I think for me, creating space was really important. I think something else that, I, that I've, I've been thinking about. Think, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, and I think that with self-care, it could be the little of, like, the smallest thing that contributes to um, self-care. Like, for example, just getting up in the morning and reading a book. That is self-care because it contributes to growing you as a person. And I think that when we think self-care, we think, okay, oh my goodness, we're going to go on a hike today. We're going to get some exercise done Mm. with no phones or anything. And I think that we don't realize that self-care starts, it starts with us. It starts with doing things that contribute to us and that could be the smallest thing like getting up and brushing your teeth because you know for some people just getting out of their bed is draining and it's like it might be five steps to the bathroom but it drains them and I think just the smallest things contribute to self-care and I think it's different for different people because everybody's at different stages of their life so for me example getting up to brush my teeth I wouldn't count that as self-care because it's something that's a daily routine it's something Mm. that I have to do but reading a book would be part of my self-care so it's different for every single person and yeah you know being a people piece or trying to get everyone to like you is also it's almost like a full-time job because that's tiring because obviously you're taking away from yourself. You, you're shutting down certain parts of yeah. your life. You make yourself more acceptable to certain people. Or you're, or you're putting too much time and effort into trying to, to get people to like you when you could have been putting a lot of time and effort into other things. So I think that's also an important lesson for anyone listening that, you know, not everyone will like you. It's okay. You probably have like those two or three people that don't like you. Especially, and I, you know what, I think you'll find that when you're being your authentic self, the more you're being your, your authentic the more you find people that don't like you and I think that's okay not everyone mm, yeah most oh, definitely yeah. and I think one thing that we don't realize is that it's okay to have um one friend two friend two friends I think yes. we don't realize that not everybody's your friend and that is completely fine I think we live in a society where um it's a Sorry. Do you, you also see that? I think we live in a society where we live in a society where we think just because you have a lot of friends in life, then you've made it far or everybody likes you. But having a lot of friends, you could find that those people are not your friends because they want to be your friends, but they are friends because they're getting something out of you that you don't know, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so important. Quality over quantity. So mm. Mm. just make sure you have quality friends. Doesn't matter if you have one or five hundred. Mm. Just make sure they're of quality. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that life is life is interesting. Life is full of interesting people. And I think a lesson I've also learned is to mm. don't take people too seriously. I think people are different. Sometimes taking them um, too seriously will end up hurting you, you know. I think, obviously, like, we've grown up differently and we come from different backgrounds. And, you know, I think about the fact that we are going to become global citizens. I think 
that's that's the main goal for us to be able to be able to relate with people from different areas and walks of life. So I think it's important for us to accept people and just tell ourselves yeah. that you know, try find accepting the people. people. Yeah. And with accepting people um, comes being patient with yourself and being patient with others. And I think that as humans, we struggle with that. We struggle to be patient with ourselves. And if we can't be patient with ourselves, how do we expect other people to be patient with us? And yeah. I think we just need to be patient with everybody because you don't know um, other people's traumas. You don't know their skeletons. Mm. So just being patient with one another is a very – it's a big thing in life and I feel like lots of people haven't learned that skill and I think it's it's going to take time to learn how to be patient with ourselves and others but we'll get there yeah yeah what is there anything else you guys have learned I'm trying to think um <laughs> comparison kills Yo, this, okay yes okay because okay. mm. I actually uh, no, about this yeah <laughs> like comparison it's Comparison, like, is such a big thing in the time we live in. Again, with, like, social media and, like, everybody trying to level up each other. I think, like, we're always trying to, like, compare ourselves with mm-hmm. each other, like, physically, mentally, emotionally. Like, we're just always trying to compete. And like you said, trying to please other people is a full-time job. And while you're, like, comparing and trying to be someone else, you're going to lose yourself. In, in that process, mm. so I think it's important that like um, we have security of identity, like we're secure in who we are, and when we meet someone who's maybe better at us in something or has more followers than us, or maybe a little more healthy than us, that we don't feel um like attacked, but we can mm. be secure in who we are and see that person as an inspiration or be able to congratulate that other person. So yeah. I think we should uh, compare ourselves in that toxic way. Yeah. And I think another thing is that life is not a competition and we always compete with people around us, but we don't realize that we're actually in competition with ourselves. Yeah. And, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you are saying, guys, guys, guys. I've also learned that um, being different, and just speak about what I, I think being different is also something that is, is, is a little bit hard. And you'll find that a lot more people, no, you'll find that a lot of people are different. It's just that they try and act like other people. And then you'll find, you'll end up thinking that you're the only mm. one different in your space. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, if I think mm. I'm so different at my school, there's no one like me. When you'll find that there'll probably two or three of two or three people like you. It's just that they're trying to conform. So I think, guys, try and be different because you'd never know what you're different. You're, what would you call it? Not differentness, but you never know what your unique... Your uniqueness. uniqueness. Yeah. You bring into the world. You never know. You could... I don't know. Invent a spaceship. I don't, I don't even know, but you guys get what I'm saying. You know? Yes. Yeah. I think another thing um, I've learned is cutting out people cutting out people and I think when we 
we think of cutting out people, but I think that's when you lose yourself because then there is so much anger. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I was a little bit shaky. Okay. And I think, okay. And I think that's when you start losing yourself because anger, anger drains people. Anger is, is very draining emotionally, spiritually, physically even. So I think when cutting out toxic people from your life, it should be one of the things I'm cutting you out. And I've set boundaries for myself that I'm not going to be as vulnerable as I was with you. I'm not going to put myself in situations where I compromise myself when around you. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to normalize cutting out people from our life, but doing it in a correct manner and yes you know it's sometimes good to cut out people where you're like okay i'm not going to communicate with you i'm not going to da, 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 da. but i think you should communicate with the person and communicate it in the right manner so that that person doesn't feel like they they don't know what's going on they're being left out or anything like that yeah i guess yeah, and- yeah. Um, so Trevor, like you were talking about like your uniqueness. I, I don't know if you guys heard that quote, but like being yourself is the most revolutionary act. Yo. And I think that's so true. Like all of us are just mm. trying to like copy and paste and keep up with each other, the whole mob mentality thing. And I think being yourself, and I mean, part of this high school experience is trying to figure out who and what that is. But I think being yourself and being true to yourself is so important. Even if you're like the odd one out or a weird one, you being yourself um, can really help someone else. Like sometimes being yourself, maybe it's not even about you, but it's about it's someone about else someone who's struggling yeah, and insecure yeah, yeah. and is trying to mm. keep, keep up with the, keep up with everybody around them. And they see you, going out there, being yourself boldly, unapologetically, however you choose to express that. And you can really just help and inspire so many people. So mm. sometimes yeah. I guess just mm. being yourself, it's not about you, but it's about the people who are watching you. Yep. It's not come about on, you. It's about the people watching, watching you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> That's why I wanted you guys on. This just is take a moment to appreciate those bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not <you're> being shy. <laughs> um, guys, before I end this off, I wanna I wanna ask you guys a question, right? What's one thing that you still think you need to learn? What's one that? What's that one thing that you think I still need to like? Sure. I understand that I need to learn it, but I don't. I don't. I haven't yet grasped it. I don't know if that makes sense. What's one thing you still need to learn? I'll go first. I think the one thing I need to learn is I think when when to talk and when not to talk. And I don't. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to learn when I need to put my input in a situation and when to just watch it play play out you get what i'm saying because i'm for those of you that don't know me i'm very i'm very opinionated and i like telling people what to do and what not to do so i think that's one thing that i still that i still need to learn you guys um i'll go so i think for me i'm very like sometimes I can be like a very serious rigid person you know and even like because I know I love 
things of like the society and the world we live in. Yeah. And that can also be very like stressful and tiring to think about all the time academically. Like I'm also, oof, it can be a bit stressful. So I think for me is learning to enjoy my youth. Just enjoy mm. being young. Like so often I'm busy stressing about, oh my gosh, what's happening in the world? Like what's going to happen next year? Is everything going to be okay? Oh my goodness, marks this, that, that. Mm. And like I'm so stressed the whole time and just learning to like enjoy my youth, go sit out in the sun, go hang out with my friends and just make the best of the time that I have and be present in every moment. And I guess just allow life to happen and be comfortable with change and uncertainty, which are enjoying my youth is one of those. Mm. Mm. For me, I think learning to learning to know that, you know, life is going to have its ups and downs and I'm being disappointed when the downs come. I mean, it's okay to feel um, emotions, but just knowing that life isn't always going to go your way and that's fine because we don't live in a perfect world. And I also think learning to be patient with others. Um, I think, you know, I often preach about being patient with myself and others, but it's very hard to be patient with others when you are dealing with your own traumas. And I think, you know, people can just be very irritating. And I think that's when we need to accept people for who they are. Yes, it is. It is. There's two truths to this. The truth is, yes, somebody is going through their own um, situation, but it is also true that you need to be patient with another person. I think just learning to be patient with other people, because I think it's much easier for us to be patient with ourselves because we know what's going on behind closed doors, but we don't know what other people are going through behind their doors. So being patient with others, I think, is something I'm still learning and will continue to learn. We will continue to learn. Guys, this is guys, we are only seventeen and this is like all of the stuff that we've learned. This is not even all of it actually. This is not all of the stuff we've learned. There's still yeah. so much that we're gonna learn. And that's Most just definitely you know. But thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys oh, thank for coming you for having and giving us. us that wisdom and everything. And thank you guys for listening. This is what the society yeah. and don't forget continue to question society. Thank you, guys. Yes. This podcast was brought to you by the Johannesburg Junior Council in partnership with Red Radio.